Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Turn up the radio and sing along. It's time for another great song. This is the Great Song Podcast. Season's greetings. Welcome once again to the Great Song Podcast. I'm Rob. I am JP. And we're here breaking down the greatest songs in modern music history. We're going to tell you why they're great, why we love them, and why we think you should too. How you doing today? I'm great. We're already laughing before we even started this I know. Thing, I, I, was, I was just thinking, oh, I should have already been recording Goodness and then I could gracious. have tagged in what we were talking about. We don't ever prep this stuff. We just jump in. We That's should right. Have Come in with the record button on because we've been we, laughing like <laughs> nothing. That's right. When we get together, boy, it's a laugh a minute. It's a laughathon. We have a mic stand here that we have taped together. <laughs> we don't even have a mic clip, guys. That's how uh, we roll. Yeah, we're going. We're going ultra sketchy today Scotch on the microphones. This microphone but, to, uh, a, to a stand. Hopefully, it sounds like a million bucks. That's right. Rob's drinking his Mountain Dew ice. Yeah, aka Sprite. AKA it's, it's just Sprite. I don't More know. like upper ten. They're like, they're like, they called up Sprite and they were like, hey, can you just put some of your stuff in our bottles? And like, <laughs> I don't know, would like just let us keep the money or, and apparently Sprite was like, yeah, sure. Why not? It's no mountain lightning, but it looks pretty tasty. <laughs> Dr. Thunder. Dr. Thunder. Dr. I bet you've encountered in your day some great generic uh, yeah. cola names. You want to hear about, you want to hear my Dr. Dr. Pepper list? I yes, used to, let's see, please. we got Dr. Wow. That's the one that's at <laughs> Food City. We got Dr. Thunder, Dr. Perfect. I think that's one from Kmart maybe or something, Dr. Perfect. Dr. Per- yeah. My favorite one ever. I found it at a beach somewhere. It must have been Florida. It was called Dr. Schnee. <laughs> like, no, it was not. I promise. I still have the can. It still had like five E's. <laughs> Carrie Hooper, if you're listening out there, you can verify that we drank a can of Dr. Schnee. And I have an unopened can in my bedroom still. I'm going to bring it next week and show Rob the Dr. Schnee can. Dr. Schnee. Anyway, we're talking today about... Oh, man. An American classic. Oh, my goodness. Actually, a Canadian classic. (laughs) That's right. This guy's Canadian. I never knew. Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran. I guarantee you this guy drinks Dr. Schnee. (laughs) He's drinking some Dr. Schnee, whatever they call it in Canada. Uh, Life is a Highway, Tom Cochran. Dr. A? Canadian. Yeah, Dr. A. Dr. A, uh, it's very polite soda. Uh, <laughs> Thomas William Cochran, born May 14th, 1953. This is his bio, according to Wikipedia. He is a Canadian musician known as the front man for the Canadian rock band Red Rider and for his work as a solo singer-songwriter. He's won eight Juno Awards. Those are like, you know, awards for Canadians. He's a member of the Canadian Juno. Music Hall of Fame, an officer of the Order of Canada, and has an honorary doctorate from Brandon University. In September 20. 2009, it's still a ways off in the future. September 2009, he was inducted onto the Canadian Walk of Fame. And uh, he's also been recognized for significant charitable work, which we'll talk about a little bit later. He's also an 
honorary colonel by the Royal Canadian Air Force. No kidding. Yeah, I start because when you talked about the Order of Canada and the honorary doctorate, I was like, I wonder if he's. Yeah. I wonder if he got a cool hat with that. No, that's the Mounties, right? I'm thinking <laughs> yeah. of the Mounties. Um, Do you know who gave his who gave his speech in 2003 when he got into the Canada Hall of Fame? No. I love this fact. Jeff Healy. Really? Yeah, and it's a oh. really good speech. I watched it. It's pretty good. Angel Eyes. That's if right. You've, if you've been sleeping on Angel Eyes by Jeff Healy, you need to go listen that to it That might right make our, our list one day. Absolutely. It could make that list. Um, so let's jump right in. Let's take a listen. Here it is. Play Get ready. It. Roll the windows down. Crank this thing up. This is Life as a Highway. just love this everything about this song is perfect and so much about this song is imperfect <laughs> and that makes it perfect to me but I, I'm, I'm telling you when i hear this song from the very first snare hit there's like a snare flam for this intro and the snare on this song has the most beautiful overtones like it, when he hits the kind of the side rim of the snare along with it, it's called like a rim shot. When you catch a little bit of the rim at the same time you hit the snare head, um, you get a different sound that way. And when he hits a rim shot, this snare just explodes with overtones. And it's the uh, overtones, if you don't know, are like little notes that sound whenever you sing a pitch you're not just actually singing that pitch you're singing what an entire thing called the harmonic series so you're singing if you're singing a c note what's actually coming out to create that note is a c a g another c an e another g a b flat a d an f on and on there's a whole series of notes i can't remember the, the entire series but it's this whole very cool thing um and uh so the snare drum is is producing lots of these overtones and every time i hear him hit it in the in the whole song i just go oh i love it so much <laughs> like that's not the only reason i like the song but i just uh oh, every time i hear that first one it's uh just gets me right away and then and then life is a highway like then you've got the rest of the song but the first drum fills got me hooked got gets me excited every single time uh Originally, this song was uh, called Love is a Highway. Um, that was the original idea for the song. Um, it hit number one in Canada in 1991. It's from the album Mad Mad World. Let's scoot back a little bit and get that by Tom Cochran. Um, the album Mad Mad World, 1991. Number one in Canada. Number six in the United States. Um, and this song, I, it just feels great. This is one of, to me, I don't know if it's because it has the word highway in it, but it's just one of those ultimate like road trip 
open driving road. Driving song. Yes, just driving fast. Windows down. Windows down, the warm air coming in. You know, it just, it has that, it captures that feeling perfectly of what that kind of song should be. I can think of no better example of a great driving song uh, than Life is a Highway. Um, <clears throat> there's uh, so much to get into about the song. I just love the lyric is good. It's bouncy. Um, I love his vocals on this. They're imperfect. There's a lot of sort of sketchy notes in there and sketchy rhythms. And, and it's just very, I don't think he's that great of a vocalist. He's not a it's great vocalist, not- uh, but it works, mm-hmm. man alive. Does it work on this song? Um, even on part of what I love about this, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save this for when we talk about covers. Cause I have a, I have a, 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 um, comparison to, and a you contrast jump to into covers. Now you want to hit it now? Okay. 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 Roll into it and roll it. Okay. Let me tell you what grinds my gears. <laughs> If you look up Life is a Highway on iTunes, and pr- I'm probably on YouTube too, I'm guessing, but definitely on iTunes, the first version that comes up is the Rascal Flats version. And on a scale of one to a million, I hate the Rascal Flats <laughs> version 50 million. <laughs> and you can listen to them side by side, and you could argue that they're virtually identical. You could make the case that they didn't do anything different. But let me tell you, they murdered, (laughs) not in a good way, destroyed the soul of Life is a Highway with the version that Rascal Flatts covered uh, for the movie Cars, the Disney movie Cars, which hit number seven on the Billboard Hot 100. Their version charted almost as high as Tom Cochran's original version. It sold over three million copies in the U.S. But man, do I hate it. And let me tell you why. First of all, what do you think about it? How, where do you stand? No judgment. No, uh, well, I'm a big Larry the Cable Guy fan. So <laughs> I gotta, I'm just uh, Listen, I, we watch Cars in My House every day. Yeah. I have a two-year-old, and every morning the first thing he wants to see is Cars. So I've heard this song. It should have grown on me by now. It will never. I refuse. I don't hate it. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't hate it with the passion that you hate it. <laughs> I prefer the original just because I am typically a fan of the originals, um, but I don't hate it. I'm neutral to it. If, if it comes on, like, if you listen to it, I'm not going to spew out my nostrils or anything, but it's a... <laughs> It's, uh, I'm neutral to it. I do like both of them better than the Chris Ledoux version. Ooh. I cannot stand the Chris Ledoux version. Uh, Chris Ledoux, famous sort of country cowboy sure. rodeo. Uh, Big know. supporter of the podcast. So sorry, Chris. We're still friends. Right. Yeah. Forgive me for that. But your version of this is not my favorite. Yeah. Uh, there's also apparently an Alvin and the Chipmunks version. Oh, I have not for, heard that. Uh, for... A video game. Okay. Uh, I have not I have not heard it. I don't think I want to. Just based on my reaction to Rascal Flats cover, which is which is objectively What don't you like good. about the Rascal Flats version? <clears throat> okay, I can I can quantify this for you. Okay. Part of the beauty of the Tom Cochran version for me is its imperfection. The the Rascal Flats version it's is is easier to to tell you what what it is that I don't like. Um, the Rascal Flats version, the chorus, they're singing three part harmony. Okay, 
and which that's Rascal Flatts. I understand that's what they do, but they are singing. This song is in the key of F, by the way, which is a whole other discussion. Because <laughs> why on God's green earth would you write a guitar song in the key of F? That you're going to play you, for the rest of your life. If you okay. play guitar, you know what we're talking about. If you don't play guitar, the first like open chord that you play on guitar is an E. Like it's the most sort of open chord. It's just a classic rock and roll you know, chord and F means that you have to lay your whole first finger over the first fret and use your other hands to make what's called a bar chord. And it doesn't sound good. The more open strings you can play on, on a chord, the better it sounds. We're playing chords like F and B flat. You don't get to play any open strings and it always sounds kind of clunky and weird. The only open chord you can play is a C, which is probably the worst of open chords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in the key of F. So this song is an F and I just cannot imagine why. I mean, it must have just sat absolutely perfectly for his vocals in this key and not be able to lower it a half step. It, it must've just sounded like a train wreck in E. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, okay. So we're in the key of F and the, the Rascal Flatts version is fully major in its tonality. Uh, so in other words, um, they're singing, I can't, I don't even think I can do it, but they're going, life is a highway. That right? was like, good, man. Very, 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 very major. Uh-huh. And Tom Cochran's version is not. It's minor. It's gritty. It's it's not minor like it sounds minor, but he's going, life is a highway. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's reaching for that A, what would be an A over an F chord, um, and he doesn't get there intentionally. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't even quite get to the minor. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a, uh, you know, a G kind of sharp. Um, <laughs> but like they, so but for me. So not only did he play it in a key that's horrible on guitar, if he'd have lowered it a half step, yeah. he could have played an E and sang it better. Yes. Probably hit it. But the struggle to get there is part of the charm of the song to me. It's, you know, whatever. So Rascal Flatts have amazing voices, but but when they put it in that fully major thing, it's just too sweet. It's too uh, bubblegum for me. It loses the soul of the song. That's one of the things that I hate about it. But honestly, I knew from the first line when the vocals came in that I was going to hate it, okay? Um, because of the rhythm in which they sing the first line. Um, so the original version, it goes one, two, three, four. Love's like a road that's traveling on. There's one, okay, right? And the Rascal Flatts version goes one, two, three, four. Love's like a road that you're traveling ah. on. And I'm like, ooh! So the like is on the get down Get back to your show choir <laughs> yeah. and stop ruining this American-Canadian <laughs> classic. <laughs> Uh, it just bothered me immediately. Yeah. And then they get to the super chippy, chi- super chipper, love is a highway. And like, get your auto tune off this song <laughs> and stop singing it. Their like, windows up, air conditioner yeah. on. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> the, in their Mercedes. In their, yeah, their like, <laughs> luxury car. Yes, like, ugh, stop it, man. And then the other thing that I don't. Turn those heated seats on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, that's right. I feel like Tom Cochran's life is a highway that was paved 40 years ago and Rascal Flatts' life is a highway that was paved yesterday (laughs) and it's perfectly smooth and all the lines are pristine and white and 
And, you know, yes, um, that's a perfect way to put that. Um, another thing, oh gosh, I felt like I've just turned this whole podcast into why I hate Rascal Flatts. <laughs> it's not like that, but man alive, do I hate their version of this song. I'm not going to go into the other stuff I hate about their version. I, it, it'll, it'll take me a full half hour to just Next talk Next week about we'll be doing <laughs> God Bless the Broken Road and everything we hate about it. <laughs> that's right i'm rob and this is jp and welcome to the we hate rascal flats <laughs> podcast <laughs> today we're gonna be talking about why rascal flats sucks why why we think they suck and why we think you should too <laughs> awesome. and why if you like rascal flats you suck <laughs> oh, man. i think one of the guys from rascal flats was in east to west though he was which was a christian jay band. Jay DeMarco. Yeah, Jay right. De- DeMarcus, I think it is. DeMarcus, Jay DeMarcus yeah. yeah. Like um, anyway. And yes, and I, uh, listen, I have all the respect in the world for Rascal Flatts. Yeah, they're good. And I've really enjoyed some of the stuff that they've done. And Yankton played with them until yeah. Yankton's. We have a buddy that played lead guitar for Rascal Flatts, and that's great. I love, I love <laughs> all of them, and I wish I could be all of them. They're all incredible, but oh my gosh, <laughs> uh, they just absolutely... Just no. Their version of the song is just a big no. Back to this song. Back to what we like about this song. I gotta calm down. You got anything you can talk about for a minute? Sure. Do you want to jump in and meet the band now? Yes. Let's meet. meet Hey, let's meet the band. It's time to meet the band. Hey, mama, let's meet the band. Let's all meet the band. Hey. All right. So we're gonna meet the band here. Um, This is as we before mentioned, Tom Cochran. Of Tom Cochran and Red Rider, but this is not you a Red Rider. You should try out. Ah, good. Hmm. Red Rider, Ruby Gun. Yeah. This is not uh, a Red Rider album. This is off of uh, Mad Mad World we talked about, which is a Tom Cochran solo album. Now, there are members of the band Red Rider that play on this album, but this is not a Red Rider album, if that makes sense. This is his solo album. Uh, lean vocals, Tom Cochran, vocals, acoustic and electric guitarist, piano, harmonica, percussion, bass, and keyboards. He played all that. Wow. Um, but, Talented guy, man. Yeah, but the keyboard player that played on this track was a guy named John Webster, who's known primarily as a producer. He produced Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet and New Jersey. Huh. He also produced Aerosmith Pump and Nine Lives. Wow. He also produced Dr. Feelgood for Motley Crue. He plays keys on Balance, Van, Van Halen album. Really? He does some keys parts on there. Wow. Yep. And he did uh, plays keys on Cherry Pie by Warrant. <laughs> So, yeah, good job, John Webster. Wow, way to be John Webster. Yeah. Um, On bass, Kenneth Spider Senave. Lots of spiders that play. Spider. Yes, but uh, this is Kenneth Spider on bass. Um, He was in a band called Streetheart that had a song called Action, and they do a cover of Rolling Stones, Under My Thumb. And live, he has a 15-minute bass solo. Whoa. 15 minutes. I I didn't watch all of it, but it's... Was it good? It's 15 minutes. I mean, what could you do uh, I mean, if you're good? I mean, unless you're Victor Wooten. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, you could watch Victor Wooten, Jaco Pastorius yeah. for 15 minutes. This, this guy. Uh, is, I mean, d- he then went into being lover boy. So that kind of tells, okay. like, I mean, he's good, but he's not 15 minutes good. Okay. You know, he's All a right. minute and a half. He's Stefan Lesser from Dave Matthews' time 
solo bass solo good okay like you know a minute yeah. or two yeah but not a yeah anyway but oh. good bass player nonetheless kenneth spider i know you're a big fan of the podcast so thank you for listening maybe, maybe he like provided the sound system for the band oh yeah you know what i mean so they had to like the, indulge he him. carried all this in yeah this is his gear. <laughs> just Let's give him his, his section yeah, yeah. that's right we'll go have a coffee <laughs> um or whatever it is you canadians drink he is uh he replaced the late scott smith for the band lover boy they're popular for turn me loose and working for the weekend Everybody's. which, which actually actually have pretty popular bass intros if you listen to huh. turn me loose listen yeah. to the intro to turn me loose okay. Off camera while we were listening to that, we went on a whole Loverboy sidebar <laughs> that was minutes and minutes. Let me tell missed. you why Loverboy sucks. No, <laughs> there are no Rascal Flats, but man, we had a good time just talking about Loverboy off camera, and that was a uh, that was interesting. But Kenneth Spotter, uh, bass player on this album on drums, guy named Mickey Curry, started his career with Holland Oates. He played on the entire Private Eyes album. He toured with them, <laughs> and then Brian Adams before he joined up with Tom Cochran. Um, and the only other uh, musician of note on here is the backing vocalist lifted, listed. Her name is Molly Johnson. She was in a group called The Infidels, and they had a song called Celebrate. I actually kind of dig it. I was listening to it. It's not bad. And a, uh, another band called Altamoda with a song called Julian that I don't like as much as The Infidels <laughs> song. Um, but pretty, pretty, pretty rocking. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got on Meet the Band. All right. Tom Cochran's band, man. Tom Cochran, I didn't know he played all that stuff. That's very cool. Yeah. And his keys player getting the job done. John Webster bringing wow. the funk. John Webster. How about you? Um, so Life is a Highway was originally conceived uh, during a trip that Tom Cochran took to East Africa, raising money for uh, an organization called World Vision. Uh are you familiar with World Vision? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, like, we grew up in a, in a Christian community, and you would go to this thing called Winterfest sometimes, yeah. and there would be a big, they would take up an offering for World Vision, and it's this, you know, Christian missions and um, uh, aid organization, and you can, like, sponsor kids and, you know, that kind of thing. <clears throat> so, Tom Cochran is on a trip to East Africa supporting uh, and raising money for World Vision, and uh, basically this song is is his way of okay the way this is worded in in the several sources on the internet paints a certain picture of this song but then i'm going to read you a quote of his that to me paints a different picture and i'm going to see what you think about it so basically the way it's worded in a couple of articles is that he was trying to unpack the poverty that he'd witnessed um describing it as shocking and traumatic and that the upbeat feel of the song was an attempt to have something positive to, quote, hang the experience on. <clears throat> so to me, that reads like he's trying to be able to, like, say something positive or uplifting in light of this situation, like almost to try to be hopeful somehow, you know, and bring that uh, the suffering that he saw into you know, to bring some positive light into that suffering and that kind of thing, you know. Um, but I'm going to read you this quote of his from an interview uh, in a Canadian, uh, Canadian um, press. <clears throat> and this is what he said. He said, it became a pep talk to myself 
saying you can't really control all of this stuff. You just do the best you can. All the details of going into a country like Mozambique, which was in a protracted civil war at the time, you can't be distracted with all of that. When I hear that quote, I go, wait, you wrote this song to make yourself feel better? That's what that sounds like to me. You can't, I can't, you can't allow yourself to be distracted with stuff like the Mozambique Civil War. Like, I've just got to keep moving on or otherwise I'm going to be sad. Yeah. So I'm going to write this song, Life is a Highway. I was like, you turd. Like, that, like you're turd. Like, if, that, if, if there's not some more context to that, I read the whole article and there's nothing in there to qualify that statement. If that's all there is to this song, then I can't fully support this song it's like if you're, anymore. It's like if you're driving through like a, a impoverished part of town and you see a kid in the dumpster and you're yeah. like, oh, let's put on sugar, sugar, right. uh, honey, honey, <laughs> like some upbeat chipper song. Yeah. yeah. Like, so well, I don't have to think about that. Yeah, exactly. Even, yes, it's like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going to write something so that I can continue to turn a blind eye to that yeah. and not be bothered by it. That's the way this quote comes off to Just me. the way it's read. I don't obviously think he meant that, but I see what you're saying. I don't know, maybe. I, I mean, if, if that's the case, then this song is the most shallow piece of garbage <laughs> that I have ever... I mean, that's like... That's, that's like, we should give this to Rascal Flats. Let them do it. <laughs> I mean, what a crap move yeah. if that's it. But we like this song. Anyway, so... so we're, We'll let you decide, okay? You decide. If you, can, if you can continue to support Tom Cochran after hearing what you've heard, uh, then by all means, go ahead. I heard that it was originally recorded without the chorus, which is the best part. Like, he originally laid it down without the chorus, which yes, is the I, most notable part. I think he had parts of it beforehand and then kind of finished it. Added the chorus to it. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting recording note, um, and it just adds to the kind of heart of the song to me knowing this, uh, but most of the vocals were recorded in, uh, the small studio he had in his backyard. Oh, really? Yeah. Not, not in a, you know, a not in a full studio. studio, not a whatever. He recorded them in his backyard. And to me that adds, or just go, you know, it kind of even maybe explains the nature of the vocal on this song. It's just very unpolished. Mm-hmm. It's very, I don't know if raw is the right word. Usually you'd talk about, you know, like maybe a a punk record having raw vocals, but um, it's very sort of vulnerable and, you know, whatever. Even um, it's like, honey, I'll clean the garage in 12 minutes. I'm going to go out and lay down this vocal part for this song. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'll be right back. Um, I even love the. um, Yeah, just his voice does so many cool things on this. And while not always being technically correct. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, his vocals are a huge part of the song. Um, the, another thing I want to just talk about is there's a, a thing that goes on throughout this song with the lead guitar part, uh, not lead guitar part, but it's the, the, rhythm part the prominent guitar part. And you just hear it going, bang, 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 bang. Let me play a little bit of it so we can, so I can explain what I want to talk about here. Okay, so that recurring prominent guitar part that you're hearing, it's keeping a steady rhythm, 
and and that rhythm uh if you're if you're writing it down would be a staccato dotted eighth note into a 16th note okay and it's so it's basically a 16th note two 16th notes of space and another 16th note then two more 16ths of space then another 16th two more of space one note okay and it stays but it's playing over a 4/4 pattern and it creates what's called a polyrhythm um so really what what the guitar is playing really feels more like a 6/8 groove right it feels like a that kind of feel um but it's over this 4/4 song so it's and so that when you have two two different rhythms going on at the same time that is called a poly rhythm okay? and he's chopping it he's not delaying it up he's right. chopping it's, it yeah he's, it's just all right hand rhythm you know and, and muting and that kind of stuff uh and i just love that that's it's cool you don't hear that a lot in pop music uh you know pop uh re, you know radio songs um I, so i just love that that's a that's a thing um and um what's fun is if you're like covering the song and trying to play that and sing <clears throat> while you sing over Goodness it gracious, yeah. it's a challenge um now of course in the rascal flats version they don't do that <laughs> they play their version a little more like this So yeah, Rascal Flats nixed the polyrhythms and they did a one bar. That's just repeatable as a one bar pattern. Um, I prefer the polyrhythm, whatever. Um, but there's a you know a couple of cool things in the song like that that are like on the chorus, the 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 moving chords. Um, the, the the phrasing there's there's like bars of two four in there that you just sort of don't really feel but you know life is a highway i want to ride it it's like one two three four one two one two three four it's you know there's a couple bars of two four time thrown into the chorus um that just i don't know just make it the, the whole thing just just feels great it's just bouncy and I, it's got a perfect mix just everything about it is just so great. The bridge is, I, I love the bridge. It's got this cool feel. It comes down and he softens his voice. Like, you know, he's been yelling in the, in the, Love in the highway. Yelling right? in the barn. And then, yeah, he's been yelling out in the shed. <laughs> and, uh, and then it's like, he, he gets his mic, he gets up so close into his mic and he's like, there was a distance between you and I. Like, I just love it. I don't know. It's so soft and, and uh, you know, kind of vulnerable and just kind of quaky even. And then it goes into this kick butt drum fill um, and the big, oh, that kicks off right before the musical interlude. I just love it. Um, and who can resist a good chord harmonica solo like yeah. you know it's not a john popper stevie <laughs> wonder solo it's just chords bob dylan <laughs> like, who doesn't love that bob dylan thanks for stepping by <laughs> appreciate you coming by and playing a solo for us. 
Uh, your harmonica, well, I think it needs some work. Most of our imper- person right. here, most of our guests that stop by typically talk. Bob just brought yeah, his harmonica. He just brought his harmonica. He's not, he's, he's got some laryngitis, yeah, yeah. not feeling well. Yeah, so, um, you got anything else on, on the song or on Tom? Uh, let's some, do, let's do, I got a few Tom Cochran facts. Tom Cochran facts? Yeah, he bought his first guitar at age 11. He sold his toy train set to buy it. Oh, that's the saddest thing I've ever uh, heard. Oh, except for a protracted civil war in Mozambique. Oh, uh, there you go, back on that. And he was like, I'm so sad about losing my trains that I'm going to get a guitar and write songs <laughs> about it. Right. Um, he was a taxi driver and then became a cruise ship headliner. No kidding. Yeah. So. I, you think that would be a fun job? Are you a cruise cruise guy? I, I like it. I'd probably get sick doing it over again. I don't know. Maybe not. I, like I, actually sick, like from the cruise? Yeah. There, mm. I don't know. Maybe not. There's a, a, I went on a cruise for our senior, one of my buddy's senior trips we went, and there was a, a band on there called True Blue. So True Blue, if you're listening, you guys were awesome. They were a two-piece. <laughs> it was a keyboardist, guitarist. And they were awesome. <laughs> Casio drum loops, you know, and all that. Yeah. And as a, as a, uh. As a high school senior, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, also, Tom, in 2007, ranked the number one celebrity musician golfer. So I started looking through the list of, like, 2007 list of musician golfers that I would know. I knew number four, Alex Lifeson of Rush. But currently, probably the best musician golfer is a guy named Kenneth Bruce Gorlick or Kenny G. Wow. He is by far the best handicap. There's a website where you can look at like musician golfers and it puts their handicap off to the side. That's awesome. And Kenny G is leaps and bounds above all the other musicians as a golfer. No kidding. So if you're in a select shot golf tournament and you have a chance to team up with Kenny G, he's your guy. That I, that seems right. Kenny G strikes me as a guy who probably owns a lot of white pants. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Like you, you can look at him and kind of go, kind of go. I bet you're pretty good at golf. Like <laughs> he like pulls a tee from behind his ear. Like here you go. You need to clean your teeth. That's awesome. That's funny. Man, that's good. That's good. You got how about songs about driving? Let's do okay. songs about driving. Yeah, great. This is a good driving. Song. Okay, what do you, hit me with one? Get out of my dreams. Get into my oh, car. Yeah, is that Billy, Billy Ocean? Ocean. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, how about On the Road Again? That's good. Yeah. Um, Little Red Corvette. Does that kind of count? Yeah. It's a car song. Sure. Cars, yeah. Car songs or, or driving songs. I have, I have in my mind what I think is the winner okay. of, of this category. I'll hit you with it in a minute. Okay. Um, how about um, Hit the Road Jack? Okay. Ray Charles? Kickstart My Heart, Motley Crue. Oh, good one. Good one. Uh, the Long and Winding Road. Beatles. Oh, man. I love that. That's one of my favorite Beatles songs. Uh, Mustang Sally. Oh, great one. By how whoever. About, how about a little Boys to Men? Into End the, of the road? road? Yeah. All the way come. Snap. Mm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, right. on my head. <laughs> be dead. Hey, Wayne Morris, stop oh, by, everybody. I think that's his name. In the spinning in the I always love that. I think it's actually Wanye. Oh, maybe it is. Sorry. Yeah. Wanye. Yeah, sorry about that. I had the Sean, what's his name? Slim. I had Stockman. Sean Stock- Stockman. Stockman. Yeah, yeah, I had his little cassette single or something. Um, Pink Cadillac, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah. Pink Cadillac. Good call. Uh, I feel like I have a Springsteen song, too. I can't find it, though. Uh, how about Every Day is a Winding Road? Oh, yeah. Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. Crow? It seems like, I, actually, 
once I said that, I, it feels like Cheryl Crow and Tom Cochran kind of they're the same feel person. the same niche. Like, yeah. she's, you know. She's the female Tom Cochran. Yeah. Um, I Can't Drive 55, Sammy Hagar. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, how about uh, Fast Car, Tracy yeah, Chapman? Yeah, Tracy Chapman. I have that one on here. That's a good one. Um, let's see. The Distance by Cake. She's going the distance. Oh, that's such a fun song. That's a, anything by Cake is good. I love talk rock. There. And I love Cake. <laughs> yeah. Short skirt, long jacket. Here we go. Uh, how about Lowrider? Oh, yeah. Uh, can I count Fantastic Voyage by Coolio? Because so many people get out of the trunk of the car in the video. Sure, we'll count it. Okay. Uh, I got a couple more. I got how two about, left. Okay, how about Jesus Take the Wheel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Carrie Underwood, you made the list. Uh, one Headlight, Wallflowers. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Okay, this is my, I feel like, because they doubled up, I feel like this was the best okay, one I Okay, I'll have. say my best one for the end, Okay, too. how about Drive by the Cars? Oh, no, yeah, that wins. That's uh, a double whammy. Yeah, right, I can't touch that. I thought you were going to say Drive by Incubus, and I was going to be oh. like, oh, that would have been good. Mine is Free Ride by Edgar Winter. Oh, that's yes. a good driving oh, song. what a great That's riff. a good driving song. Oh, man. So. Yeah, that, that was a fun a list. That was a cool little, little sidebar riff. All right, that's going to wrap list. it up for this episode of the Great Song Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you'll join us again later. Last week. <laughs> Hope you'll join us again last week. Uh, make sure and tell a friend, spread the love. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. I'm Rob. I am JP. Go listen to some music.